welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We've made it to episode 37. Time is flying by, Charity. We have a loaded episode. A lot of different things happened the past week. We're going to talk about CIX, their comeback, an EP mini album. We'll break down the music video single and our favorite tracks. Plus, we're going to pick biases. You know how much we love doing that, our favorite part. We also watched the Blackpink concert this past weekend. I know we're not the only ones. It pulled massive numbers, and we're going to give you a full breakdown in our opinions of the ladies. SMA Awards were this past weekend. We've got the winners list. We'll talk about performances, give our opinions on that. Yet another award show. <laughs> shiny, shiny reunion. Yes. Shiny. Shiny did a special. They even gave us a new song. Of course, we're going to talk about it. You know we're talking about Shiny. Our boy Han from Stray Kids released a new single, Heavy. We've got a lot to discuss with that one. Stray Kids' new reality show premiered today. Of course, we watched it. It's Winter so is coming. <laughs> There's a lot to break down with that one, Charity. Plus, Jackson Wang from GOT7. Oh, Jackson yes. released a new song and music video. There's always GOT7 news. There's a lot going on with those boys. So we'll give you our opinions on all of these things, plus K-pop news, song of the week, poll results. It's another amazing night in K-pop charity. How are you doing this week? I'm good. I literally laughed so hard watching Stray Kids. I can't wait to talk about it with you. <laughs> they're just so fun. Those reality shows. It just they're like, so funny. Uh, oh. They're just funny and fun. And I like the concept of this one, the whole Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. Winter is Coming. It's fun. Yeah, that was definitely a happy pill today. And the music this week, the music, we've yeah. got happy pills and we've got some heavy stuff to talk about. Yes, so we do some heavy things. I love it. It's like what I love. I want it to be a total happy pill, amazing song, puts a smile on my face or crying time. Crying, crying time, time is here. Crying time is here. It really is. When you give me those songs, boy, that's a happy pill for me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm so ready. <laughs> Welcome to our first-time listeners, New York City K-Pop Queens. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, NYC K-Pop Queens. Easiest way to interact with us. We do polls every week, and every once in a while, there's a fun contest. So shout out to our contest winners from last week. Next week is Valentine's Day, our Valentine's Day episode. We have a full, fun episode planned for you, and part of it is finding out your idol match based on astrology, blood type, and Chinese zodiac. Charity and I are doing it for ourselves. And two lucky members of the queendom, our loyal listeners, we will also be breaking down their perfect matches. So thank you to everyone for sliding into our DMs. We can only do two this time, but we promise we'll do more fun activities like this in the future to include even more of our loyal listeners. So I look forward to that next week. It's going to be... So fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've said it before, but I'm not optimistic that <laughs> my breakdown is going to give me someone amazing, but you never know. I think earth and water signs do better with the compatibility mm -hmm. and K-pop for whatever reason, but it's fine. 
But when you add in the Chinese zodiac, that throws a wrench in a lot of things. True. And blood type. And and blood type. Yeah. We want them to be complete. Yeah. Because you could be compatible with someone based on your astrology. Well, guess what? Their blood type is not compatible. I was expecting my list to be giant and it dwindled down real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised by that. I thought Charity would have like 20 perfect matches. Nope. Not so much. Uh, For the record, I didn't have any perfect matches. We'll talk about it next week. So please be sure to tune in. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a shout. We want to be your friend. Give us a follow. Slide into the DMs. All that fun stuff. And again, welcome. Thank you for listening. So last week, we had a few fun poll questions, and a lot of you responded. One of them that came up, we were talking about, you know, how he's a bit older. You know, he debuted in, what, 2003? Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of wondered, does it matter? Does the age of an idol or idol groups matter when it comes to you listening? And 100% said no. So that's kind of on par with what we were talking about. Good music is good music. I do think it may affect the way you view the person, like a group full of 15 year olds. I'm a fan of them in a different way than 35 year old, you know? Yes. It's just like, is this age appropriate or not? (laughs) That might change a little bit. I don't have crushes on 15 year olds. Right. No, I'm of age and that feels weird. But um, (laughs) We more like appreciate their voices in those instances. Yeah, I just pick a favorite that I'm like, that guy looks cool and has an yeah. awesome presence and voice. But His style, yeah. I still listen. It doesn't turn me off if someone's really young or really old because music just kind of transcends all of that. So, hey, our queendom's like us, Charity. Yay. <laughs> nice to know. Thank you all for voting in that one. The next one where we got tons of votes of the new releases we reviewed on last week's podcast, which one is your favorite? And for those of you that maybe didn't listen, we reviewed Golden Child, Dreamcatcher, and You Know. So really, three completely different acts. Golden Child won in a landslide. 74% chose Golden Child, 18% Dreamcatcher, and 8% You Know. So Golden Child, I mean, they're just cleaning up. They have two show wins already for Burn It. I mean, they've just, they've had a huge week, so... We clearly aren't the only ones who were really impressed by their newest release. Thank you all for voting in that one. And then we had one, Did You Hide You Know from Us on Purpose? <laughs> if you listened last week, I was a little perturbed that no one told us about him. Right? That he was not on our radar till last week. Like, it just felt like betrayal, <laughs> like hurt. <sighs> so I asked, Queendom, Did You Hide You Know from Us on Purpose? of you said no, but 20% of you said yes. (laughs) So the 20% of you out there, (laughs) I wouldn't be best friends with you because you're real fun. Um, (laughs) That was just a fun one to throw out there. It was in listening back to the podcast. That was a ridiculous moment from last week. I laughed so hard at that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I told you I had too much coffee and I've been chugging coffee all day today. So who knows what's going to happen on today's <laughs> podcast, but we're here. Strap in. Let's go. Get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> Anyways, um, shout outs, shout outs to our queendom. Thank you for listening every week. We see where you're listening from. 
We know you're tuning in. We love you. And we're so grateful to have that. It's really cool to see the same locations popping up every week and then new ones from all over the world. So quick shout out, Prosper, Texas, Shaw, Washington, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Paraguay, Paraguay, Netherlands. Thank you so much. It was nice to see you pop up this week. We're grateful for you and excited to have you here. Welcome. Yeah. Enough of the interest, Charity. Enough of me babbling. Let's get to the subject matter. Let's talk K-pop for real. It's time to review CIX. Yes, yes, yes. So CIX, they debuted in July of 2019. So they're not even two years old. They're kind of a baby K-pop group. They're on C9 Entertainment. Released a new mini album, Hello Chapter Zero, Hello Strange Dream. Hmm, that's quite the title. The title of some of these K-pop albums. intense. Yes. The single and music video, it's called Cinema. I don't know about you, but this was the first time I really delved in to CIX. Mm -hmm. So we're brand new. Let's talk about our impressions. What did you think? I really liked it a lot. I thought the chorus in that song was so catchy. And Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of in that the era that K-pop's moved into, like the synth pop. And I thought they did such a good job on making it super catchy, super relevant. I thought the video was very age appropriate. It was really fun. It definitely played to them, you know, skewing a little younger, just based on mm-hmm. kind of how they presented themselves. But I really, really liked it. I thought it was a breath of fresh air. You still low and I'm heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't, play, don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I only knew of them. There's a song called Jungle, and I've mm-hmm. seen them perform that. I think probably at an award show or one of the weekly shows. So, I remembered it when I went in to review this album this week and I saw them I was like oh yeah 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 I know who CIX I know them but wow what a breath of fresh air I completely agree it's a happy pill yeah I mean it's wonderful upbeat love the chorus a perfect it's just a perfect pop chorus Mm -hmm. it's like that happy driving in your car with your friends life is good like life is good things are fine type of feeling just happy it's a happy, carefree song. They remind me so much of classic boy bands. Like, yeah. I really feel a lot of Backstreet Boys from them. And I feel a lot of vocal, 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 vocal. Mm-hmm. So I instantly compared them to, like, a boys to men. They bring vocals and kind of a more grounded vibe than a lot of the traditional K-pop we're used to talking about. Mm-hmm. Not that one's better than the other, but this song, a lot of K-pop, the chorus kind of sounds completely different. Yeah. You know, you have so many different sounds within the song. This one felt a little more traditional, a little more 
like a traditional pop song in the best way possible. I just loved it. The harmonies that these boys oh, bring every so second. Good. I was like, ooh, ooh. And they all can sing. We've talked about it multiple times on the podcast. Like there's that member that grabs your ear. Mm-hmm. And of course there's a member in this one that grabbed my ear. But in this group specifically, I thought all of them, every single one, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, vocals. Every single one. And apparently the leader, he's a rapper. He usually doesn't even sing. What? Like, <laughs> I would have thought he was one of the main vocalists just yeah. based on cinema and what he did. So cool. It's so happy. It reminds me of Treasure, my treasure. I've been listening to that nonstop since it came out. It's one of my favorite K-pop songs probably ever. I listen to it so much. It's just that guaranteed song that can uplift me, change my mood, make me smile. This song feels very similar to me. It's really awesome. Great job. What other songs did you like on the album? I thought the whole album was really nice. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, Again, it just feels, it feels a little bit different. To me, they're a vocal group. Yeah. And that doesn't take away from anything. They're so handsome. Their choreography is fantastic. But they have like an original five-part harmony going for them. They really can sing. There wasn't a song I didn't like. Mm -hmm. I thought Round Two is like the perfect R&B song. It's so slick. So well executed. Yes, I'm ready for Round Two. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 please. Here we go. Everything. I loved yes. everything. The way it starts, Jin Young comes in and I mean, we have to talk about him. We'll get to all of that after. <laughs> but those were kind of the two other ones that made me go, ooh, what about you? Everything is probably my favorite song. Like I really love cinema, but to me, everything I found myself playing a lot more. Mm-hmm. I loved Hyunsuk and BX's raps at the end because we know I'm a sucker for the raps. Oh, mm-hmm. I love their voices. And the other song that I thought was so pretty was Stairway to Heaven. <gasps> the piano, the strings, it was kind of like a movie score. And their voices yes. in it were ridiculous. Yes. I thought it was really interesting that they started the album with right? that song. That was interesting. Yeah. It's a real ballad. To start an album with that was refreshing, honestly. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is different. Usually it's like an intense intro and yeah. then the single and then the slowest ballads, the last song. Nope. CIX mixed it up on us and they put the slowest song, the ballad first, which I thought, well done, beautiful and interesting. It just right. immediately goes, hmm, wait, what? <laughs> to me, it really sounded like a movie score. Like it should be- I, yeah. And yeah. like a montage or something. And then for them to go to that and then go into cinema. I was cinema, like, oh, exactly. Was that on purpose there maybe? Because it really does sound like a score. And I think that's their vibe. You know, they have that single called Movie Star. Yes, so yeah. So is like that whole vibe mm-hmm. around them, which is so funny because we cool just concept. talked about last yeah. week. I mean, those music videos last week were movies. Yes. So this week we just continued. Yeah, really cool. And a strong concept that carried out well throughout Mm -hmm. the album the only song that I wasn't like crazy about was young yeah I think my issue with that is you hear it so much in these k-pop songs there's always a song young forever young we're young and the thing is just a PSA to songwriters and producers out there 
you can capture the essence of youth and being young without using the word young. Yeah. Let's just really let's can. just try it. Let's <laughs> just try it, K-pop songwriters, because it's so played out at this point. I know you're young. And if you want to sing a song about being young, you don't have to name it young. There's yeah. a lot of other things that can conjure up that <laughs> that word and that feeling. So that was kind of my only like, eh, not my fave. But the rest of it, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was really, really nice. Let's get in to our kind of favorite members and people that stood out. I struggled to pick a bias in this group. So yeah, I easily picked one. Okay. So wait, your bias and your bias record are who? My bias, I would have to say, well, I wouldn't say bias, like my favorite, because he's a little young, but uh, Hyunsuk, I love his voice. I love it so much. I love that he's such a good singer and he's a good rapper. And I really also love BX. I love his voice. Mm -hmm. He also can really sing and he's such a good rapper. I love that. I knew you would pick both of them. But I will say, <laughs> well, Hyunsuk, he's not like a teenager though, right? No, they're all no. like 20. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're all, you know, over 18 in this yes. group. I just um, can't go have a drink with them. That's the only problem. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> negative. You can't buy beer. Yeah. You're kind of in trouble. Unless we have it in Korea. <laughs> Korea, you can drink at 18. Well, so you're fine. Okay, we're fine. So you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Wait, who's yours? Uh, mine switched the more I watched them. The one that stood out to me at the very start was Jin Young. Talk about talent and an all-arounder. That dude is good, good. Like, his vocals are so clear and insane. To me, he sounds like Jungkook in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Like, the way he started everything, I thought, ooh, he has that really clear and vulnerable voice that just cuts right through. And the runs he does, like he's a singer. But then when you watch him perform, he's clearly their center. And the way he performs and the way he carries himself reminds me so much of Young, So much. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's Young with Jungkook's voice. So you're in trouble when you have that combination. This dude's like total package, total package. And of course, he's really handsome. Very cool. But then another one kept kind of stealing focus for me. And I was like, oh, I like him. I like him. A Segun. Okay. Love. Love. I think he has a great voice, really interesting tone, nice voice. He goes a little bit lower sometimes, which I appreciate. But he just has a wonderful personality. You know, you watch interviews, you do all the, all the legwork to pick your bias and get a feel for who these guys are. And he's the one that just stood out to me so much. I adore his personality. So he's my bias and Jin Young is my rocker. And we're back to not picking the same ones. <laughs> no, we're back to our types. Yes. <laughs> totally back to our types. <laughs> Again, they just stood out to me so much because vocally, like, ooh, these kids are bringing vocals. I wasn't crazy about the styling, I will say. Yeah, it was there not my parts favorite. of the styling where I'm like, is this a Boy Scout outfit? What is this? Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, and in the comeback special, they wore, you know, similar, if not the same outfits from the music video. But then when they performed Young, they had on kind of black and white outfits that I liked a lot more. They're very versatile, though. When you watch their older stuff, they look completely different. So clearly, this was one that they decided we've done some dark stuff let's 
lighten up, brighten up and have fun. And mm-hmm. they just executed it really well. I just can't get over some of the harmonies. Ooh. So good. Ooh. Yes. And the production. And shout out to the producers, especially of cinema. Ooh. It's a good track. I think we should play a clip. I agree. Let's listen to Cinema by CIX. <laughs> Gets stuck in my head so much. <laughs> Me too. Cinema, cinema, cinema. <laughs> right? It's it's great. I mean, it really is like a happy pill. This yeah. this song is an antidepressant. It's so <laughs> joyful. It's just this bubbly, joyful, perfect pop song. I love it, and I feel like it's the type of pop song that would be attractive to so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. Like you could play this for a local who doesn't like K-pop, and they wouldn't have to adjust their listening. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much coming at them. It's really, in the best way, just a, a great, great pop song. Very good. Very good job, guys. Yeah, I like CIX. My only issue is in pronouncing their name. So for those of you who don't know, it's just spelled CIX. And a lot of people assume it's six, but it's not. It's CIX. But there aren't any like periods in between the letters. So that's so confusing. And then you have ACE who has periods, but sometimes they say ACE. So can we get some continuity here in K-pop for for how we're supposed to pronounce the names? I think they're literally just trying to be confusing. And just like idol has the G in parentheses that you don't say it. So and the hyphen, the whole thing. We didn't need that. Like y'all are trying to be too cute. Let's just keep it... (laughs) Easy. Um, (laughs) We struggle enough with pronouncing everything else. Just if let's make the name something that when you see it, it sounds like what it looks like. Yeah. (laughs) But their fans are called Fix. So I'm like, then why aren't you called Six? Right. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. I'd be proud to be a Fix. I think they're really cool. I like them a lot. I hope that they get bigger and bigger because again, just the vocals, it's rare that you have a group in K-pop with five real vocalists, not a couple that are great and the other ones are good. Yeah. These are like, they're real deal singers. So yeah. if you haven't checked them out, listen to the album. It's really, really good. A lot of different types, you know, slow and fast, all that fun stuff. But I'm a fan. They got us, good Charity. Job. They sucked us in. All right, now we're going to move on to something a little bit. I'd say this group is just a little different. (laughs) Blackpink. Yes. Blackpink was in your area this weekend. They did a YouTube concert that drew 280,000 viewers. Amazing. That's insane. This was the concert that was postponed from the end of December to now. So Blinks, everyone waited a long time for this. Highly anticipated. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. So let's just get into it, Charity. Yes. First of all, it looked 
really big budget and large mm-hmm. scale. Yeah. It wasn't like a Beyond Live smaller one. We've seen some bigger productions, BTS, Bacon, Stray Kids, Monster X. Those are the four that kind of come to mind to me that have been different compared to all the other ones. This one was very different. They had elaborate sets, a lot of different transitions. So I thought that was cool. What else? I have to say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it and people can get mad at me if they want. E. We all know my bias is Lisa and Rose's my wrecker. But I have yes. got to say, there was one person who blew me away this entire concert who stood out the whole time, and she's not my wrecker or my bias. She's actually your bias, Jenny. <gasps> yes. Jenny, Jenny stole the show. She stole <laughs> the show. Oh, my to goodness, me, yes. like, I was so impressed yeah. by her in every way. Yeah. She stole focus from me the entire time. And that's a lot coming from me when she's not my bias or my rep. See? Exactly. If I said it, it's like, well, that's your bias. Yeah. I completely agree, though. During the concert, it changed my opinions on Blackpink in a lot of different ways. You know, you see something like this and you go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that girl could hit those notes. Mm -hmm. Or, "Mm, she's a little flat over here. Mm." Like, there were moments where I, my opinions changed a little bit. But I agree with you. I thought from the start to the end, there's a star on the stage. Yeah. And it's not the flashiest one. It's not the one who draws attention to herself the most. But it's the one that just owns Every single moment of the performance, no matter what she's doing, your eyes go to her. And it's Jenny. And I thought her solo performance was phenomenal. She came out in that outfit, outfit of the night for me. I loved the the rose. rose. Oh gosh, yes. It was insane. And then that makeup and Mm -hmm. the breathe, it was very futuristic. It was very Bjork. It was really cool. Yeah, it was very Bjork. It reminded me of that album cover of Bjork's. From back in the day, it was stunning. And the cool part was Jenny added a new rap verse to her song solo. It was so good. So good. Jenny can really rap live. Right? She's such a strong vocalist and such a strong rapper. And it's yeah. not often people can do both very well. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just talked about it with CIX. Yeah. I was shocked yeah. that BX can yeah. do it. Jenny brought it. I thought, mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought she was great. I thought there were moments in the concert that I was shocked at how stable Jisoo was. She really hit some nice notes. I liked her solo. She did a cover of Habits by Tove Lo. I like that song. I'm a Tove Lo fan. So I thought that was cool. That was a smart cover for her. She looked really nice in that segment. She sounded good at parts during the concert. So I thought that was nice. I loved it when they did do, do, do in the water yeah. with oh the my God, fire my and like the male dancers were so attractive. Yes. It's just a very, a dance break. Oh my gosh. Oof. It was such a powerful performance. And then they did pretty savage, which I really liked. Love. I love that song. Love the choreography. Mm-hmm. You know, they killed it on James Corden. It was a wonderful performance. Got me excited for the concert last weekend. Pretty Savage is great. I liked it when they sat down to perform yeah. Love to Hate Me and You Never Know. And I thought that was nice. Yes. And again, it showed off some vocal strengths and weaknesses because mm-hmm. let's get real. Yeah. I wouldn't call this group a vocal group. Yeah. I wouldn't. Blackpink is amazing at dancing. I think they're the prettiest girl group 
by far. All four members are stunning. They're so pretty and they have bangers. Blackpink has these powerful, amazing songs. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say they're a vocal group, which isn't a knock on them. It's just they're an amazing girl group, a K-pop group. But vocals, there was some shakiness in this show for me. There were moments where I went, ooh, someone's little flat, someone's pitchy, someone's mm-hmm. whiny. I felt the same way. I did. I was really like, yikes, this doesn't work. I don't want to throw hate because it's not hate. But at this level, with this much experience, you better bring the vocals during your live concert that you're asking Especially people to Especially when for. you're sitting, like when you're not <laughs> dancing. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't hit that note. And I'm sorry, but let's just go there because I don't care. They're not vocal gymnastic songs. We're not asking you to do Celine Dion. Yeah. These aren't dramatically difficult songs when you talk about the octaves and the key and everything. A good singer can sit down on a stool and sing it mm-hmm. and not be, you know, <laughs> off key or off pitch or flat. And to that point, one of the biggest disappointments for me, half of the concert wasn't live. Yeah, that was really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't live. It was recorded and it was very obviously recorded because it would transition from one thing to another with completely different hair and makeup and costumes in two seconds. There were no blackouts. There were no, like the blackouts were two seconds. Okay. I want to see a live concert. I want to see the experience that if I bought a ticket to Blackpink, here's an hour and a half of what their concert would be. And you can't tell me that you can't do that because BTS did it. Yeah. All of them did it. BTS gave us two and a half hours of a stadium show when they did the one concert, which was phenomenal. And it was exactly what the concert would have been. Yeah. I didn't really want to see half of it. I'm being nice when I say half of that was clearly pre-recorded. So that was disappointing to me. It just felt like, I want to see what their whole concert would be. Another thing I didn't love, I didn't love the costumes. There were some that were great, but there were a few that was like, what is this? Like, the poofy ones in the beginning. Hated. I hate yeah. them because they didn't work. Like if you're going to do everyone's in a different color, then do colors. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's not fair that you put Jenny in red. Red's the color that you're going to pop off in. Mm-hmm. She's in red. Then you put Lisa in this green thing with these giant fake like feather stuff. And then you put Rosé in silver and Jisoo in white. I felt like for them, that wasn't flattering. Jisoo's opening costume didn't fit right. It wasn't flattering at all. So I was just like, "Eh, it's the biggest girl group in the world. Like you can bring the fashion, bring it. Right? (laughs) Like these are the costumes. It just was like, hey. And I kind of felt that way throughout. There were were ones I liked, like Jenny's solo costume I loved. The sour candy costumes, some of them, they were cute. There were ones that worked, but in total, visually, for me, they missed the mark more than they hit it. I was surprised they didn't do the ice cream song because they did Sour Candy, which was another collaboration. Yeah, the Lady Gaga. I mean, I'm not a big fan of ice cream, but I was just surprised that that song was pretty big and they didn't do it. Yeah, well, clearly they listened to the pod and knew it wasn't our favorite. Because <laughs> I feel like we did get to see like a lot of the songs. I was more disappointed they didn't do the Cardi one. 
Yeah. I know that a lot of people didn't like that, but I thought that was a great song. I think it's really, it's one of my favorite songs off that album. I listen to that album a lot too. Like, do not get us wrong in anything we're saying that's not sunshine and rainbows. Like, we're blanks. Yeah. But, you know, we also, we're not sitting here to say we loved it when we didn't. There were clear problems. And I'm going to say something else that I know I'll get a lot of flack for, but I don't care. I have ears and I'm a critic. Rosé struggled to me. The first two songs, this is before I realized some of this was recorded, but I thought, ooh, yikes. Like her voice is already in a very high tone, but it just was so whiny and flat at times. I was like, what is going on? I think with a lot of the studio tricks we're used to hearing, Mm -hmm. it sounds a lot better recorded. But live, I've noticed it a lot with her recently when I watch. And this isn't, oh, she's screwed up and I'm calling it out. I think I'm just noticing that I really don't like her voice. The tone of it is way too high and whiny. So for me, I'm out. I like high, but I really like the tone of her voice. And I guess because to me, it just reminds me of Avril Lavigne a little bit. Just See, I disagree. I disagree. We have to get into it, Charity, because I remember you said that last time. And I was like, I guess I could see that. Never. I really think they have never. Sex. Really, I thought when I listened to her perform, no. even more so that she reminded me. No. of Marvel. Oh my God, go listen to "I'm with You," and then tell me Rose sounds like Avril Lavigne. I'm not saying they're exact replicas, but they have a Avril similar Lavigne tone. has such a lower tone to me. The only whininess I hear with Avril Lavigne is maybe "Skater Boy" and "Complicated," but that was like the pop punk song. When she sings everything else, her tone is lower. Because Rosé, when she sings low notes, there's no volume. There's nothing there. Like, it's just this, like, very specific range, maybe. The range is different for them, I guess is what I'm saying. The range is different. Avril Lavigne is, in my opinion, way more talented than people gave her credit for. She has some real, real talent. And she was able to kind of emotionally connect with people. And I think that's why she had this long career. It wasn't just complicated, one-hit wonder. Rosé has a new song coming out that is so hyped, and you know it's going to do numbers. People have been waiting for her and for Lisa. We haven't even talked about Lisa yet. Lisa, there's a lot to get into with Lisa. <laughs> Lisa just has such a personality. But Rosé did. She performed her song, Gone, for the first time during the concert. So we finally got to hear what her single's going to be. I just said I don't like her voice. So obviously this isn't going to be on repeat for me. (laughs) I think they see her and she sees herself as a certain type of artist. And this song is that type of song. So I guess it makes sense for the direction they're going to put her in. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I'm excited to hear the production of it because like we said, she's not the strongest live. uh, But (laughs) I do think it'll be a really good production. I'm sure the video will be really good. I really do like the kind of color of her voice a lot. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) And there we are disagreeing for usual. It's one note. Like, it's one note. When I watched that performance, I thought, if this was a 13-year-old girl in her bedroom, awesome. Good job. Wow, you're great. If this is someone who's in the biggest girl group in the world who has painted herself as a singer-songwriter... I expect a hell of a lot more. To me, there's nothing there. It's all just kind of this, the same tone and the same vibe. And I also feel like if you're going to do a song that's supposed to be a very dramatic breakup song, I better feel that. 
Because you know I love sad stuff. <laughs> you do. There's nothing more disappointing to me than when something's supposed to be sad and dramatic and it feels like I'm watching a bad actor. And that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm watching someone who's a bad actor portray sadness instead of a song that's real and connected. And maybe she was nervous. Maybe she was nervous. It's her first time doing it. That is super nerve wracking. Yeah. Maybe there were a lot of other issues. Maybe she didn't write the song and that's why it's not as connected. I don't know, but I'm just very disappointed because for someone who's supposed to be the singer and, you know, has been writing songs and all that stuff, the way that she's painted, especially in that Netflix documentary, Mm -hmm. I was expecting, here we go. Here's the emotional one. And she did great acting in like Lovesick Girls. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, she did so good. Her as the angsty one. Well, then give me the angst. <laughs> Sorry, uh, again, I know my opinion is super controversial and everyone's gonna be mad at me, but I'm not gonna pretend to like something and say it's good because other people like it and think it's good. Yeah, I mean, we all have different opinions. It's not good. I wasn't expecting, you know, something to blow me away. I like her voice. I'm not going to say she's like this amazing singer. I really just happen to find her voice unique. And I think I like the tone of it. So maybe I'm just a little more forgiving with her performance than you are. (laughs) Again, you're one of the biggest stars in the world. You better bring it. That's my thing to sit there and be like, well, I'm not expecting it to be that good or that ground shattering. It should be. They've hyped this. She's finally doing a solo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Jenny came out and did a song called yeah, Solo. Yeah, no, Jenny was and amazing. Killed yeah. it. And like when Jenny did that, released her solo a couple years ago when when she did her first, she killed it. Like the pressure's on. And I don't think there's anything wrong with holding people to high standards. Your job is to connect with the audience and blow people away. Mm-hmm. For me, it did not do that. And I've realized, I just don't think I'm a fan of her voice. That's fine. Fair enough, yeah. Clearly, 280,000 people paid $30 to watch this. Like, a lot of people love her. And I've already seen people saying it's going to be the highest selling single and all of that stuff. Like, it doesn't mean that, like, she won't be successful and still kill it. So me saying this will not ruin her career. I'm not being (laughs) mean to her people. But (laughs) I think I feel that my criticism right here is valid. I just wasn't into it. And I don't think I'm the only person in the world that feels no, that sure. way. You know, she's not for everyone. Everyone has everyone different has different tastes. tastes. Yeah. Everyone has different tastes. And she's not mine. I love Jenny. And yeah, we have to talk about Lisa too. I thought her cover, she did Dojo Cat, which is smart. That's right up Lisa's alley. Yeah. And she killed it. Lisa's just one of those people that like, she performs with reckless abandon. You yeah. Know, she's just out. She so is fun. Secure. She's not in her head. Yeah. You can't see her thinking or acting. She just gets out there and it's like, let's go. Which I think is probably why so many people are drawn to her. You know, mm-hmm. there's such a bubbly, carefree personality with her. You know, she kind of slays it. She comes in and attacks and she's a great dancer. Beautiful. So... Lisa didn't hurt herself with this concert. I thought she just, she did her thing and her cover was nice as well. A little bit of love to Lisa. (laughs) To me, there were ups and downs. I found myself enjoying it. And it's weird because in so many ways, I would say Blackpink's my favorite girl group. But, you know, if I don't like someone's voice, it kind of makes me be like, eh, maybe, meh. So I'm very torn. I'm torn. I get it. I'm a Blink Who's torn because I like their songs. I think what it is here, I just figured it out in real time. I love their albums and the songs that they produce. That's it. I love listening to Blackpink recordings. 
when it comes to live performance, it's not the best concert I've ever seen. I would still go. I just didn't like that it was not live. Yeah. I think when you're doing that many recorded segments, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah. That just felt a little, a little bit disappointing. I would have liked it to be live. Jenny is a queen. Love her. I thought it was fun. Um, but again, you know, they gave us an hour and 20 minutes and I would say 45 minutes of those were recorded. So yeah, yeah, that was a little, yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah. And you're in this game. So you're going to be compared to your competitors mm-hmm. and BTS gave us two and a half hours, a full concert. The only things recorded were the VCRs. So I don't know. Again, this is just our opinion because Blackpink's huge. They're going to continue to be huge. And they pulled massive numbers. I can just see from an outside perspective, things that work and maybe don't work and things that they can continue to improve on are things that they can tweak. I think the chemistry is off a little bit. When you watch the four of them on stage together, the way they interact is very telling. You can definitely see that Lisa and Rosé are very close. Yes. You can see a... It feels very like a divide, like excluding people. There's a certain thing when you watch them on stage that I feel like we've seen a lot with girl groups, boy groups, and and bands. I mean, it happens. So there's egos and personalities. But I felt that too when I was watching it. And I felt like, "Eh, that kind of sucks. It'd be nice to see all four of them interact like they were best friends. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely don't see that or feel that. So that's always a little bit disappointing too, just for the viewers. So maybe some acting classes would help. I don't know. Maybe that's what (laughs) put on a show. Part of that is acting. Pretend you love each other. Do it because I'm not buying it. And if that's the case, if they were like, no way, we're all best friends, then you need to be cognizant when you're on stage. You need to make eye contact with that other girl sometimes. Yeah. And hug her, not just hold hands with one and completely exclude the other two. I definitely noticed Lisa and Rosé break off a lot. All the time. Yeah. The whole concert, Rosé walked by herself or with Lisa. You could kind of see divides and issues that if stories came out 10 years from now, wouldn't be surprising. Mm -hmm. And again, that could not be the issue at all. But it's just like you have to be cognizant of how it presents to the public. No, for sure. So you always have to be cognizant when you're on stage of how, what you're doing, how that's presenting to the public. So Because people can interpret it in the way you don't want them to. We're talking about it right now. Rosie's yeah. probably the nicest one in the group. But the way that I watched that concert, I was like, ooh, that's not a good look. So yeah. you have to be cognizant of that because that will affect your career. That will affect everything down the line. Again, just our opinion. We're nitpicking and we come from a very different place. And I don't want to take away from all the good parts of the concert because there were some awesome parts. There were some really, really, really good performances. So what amazes me is when these K-pop groups, because all of them, I feel like this point, most of them have done this, dancing in water. How do you do that and don't fall on your face? Right? Just kicking the water. It's like, oh, my leg hurts. That's like like a workout. I would break my face if I I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit worrisome. Uh, they all do it all the time yeah. too. They're like, now we're gonna have fire they behind us. They abandon. Like they just go for it. That production number was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I did love it. Their and their production's always good. You know, YG kind of brings it when it comes to that. They clearly yeah. spend money on this, as they should. Hello, I think too. Like they don't put enough 
out a lot of content compared to the other groups, maybe that's very calculated too. Maybe they know exactly what they're working with and they've found a way to turn these girls into the biggest girl group in the world. Mm-hmm. It's all starting to make sense to me. The, the light bulbs are coming on as we talk about it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. I love Blackpink. I will still support them always. They put out good songs. 90% of the songs they put out, I like. So I like them. This was an interesting concert. When you're doing one of these concerts, people are going to naturally compare it to the other ones. And some of the stuff they did was great. And some of it, eh, not a fan. So I feel like I've been negative enough. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not being negative. It's just saying like, this isn't good. And just because people tell you all this is good doesn't mean it's good. Like. There's certain acts that are huge in America that I think are crappy singers. Doesn't matter. They're making bank. So like, it's not a big deal. You don't have to be the best. And there are a lot of people that are way more talented who don't have careers. So there's a lot more that goes into the industry than being the best singer. For sure. So whatever. No shade. I'm just giving my opinion. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. SMA Awards, the Soul Music Awards were this past weekend. We've talked about music awards quite a bit. These ones felt a little bit different because it was one of the ones that gives out like 10 of the same award, just the top 10 acts. Mm -hmm. So that's always kind of interesting because it's like, okay, so you're saying these are the 10 best K-pop acts. So that's kind of fun to kind of compare and contrast and see if you agree. I thought the red carpet was fun. I liked how a few of them came onto the red carpet with so much energy, Treasure came on and they were posing really funny and they just <laughs> looked happy and young. I love them. Right. Stray Kids came on and they were doing the dance from back door and they were so happy and bubbly. It was nice to see that. Yeah, let's talk about the awards. No surprise the grand prize went to BTS. I mean, at this point, they're the king. They're the kings of K-pop. They're kind of the kings of like music. They're the biggest group in the world for sure. So not a shocker. They won album and song as well. I think I want to break down the Bonsangs, the main mm-hmm. awards. So this is the one we just talked about. It was a really big deal for Stray Kids to win it. Stray Kids. Very deserving. Monsta X. Yes. Our boys NCT 127. Of course, BTS. A tease. Twice. 17. Kang Daniel. Oh My Girl. Newest. IZ1, and I think that's it, right? Yeah. 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 So those were who the Seoul Music Awards decided were the best K-pop acts of the year. I don't disagree with any of those. I'm not as familiar at this point with Oh My Girl and Newest, but the rest of them, yeah, makes sense to me. Congratulations to everyone. It's so nice to see Monster X just cleaning up with all these awards. I'm so proud of them. Right. They deserve the world. It's really nice to see. And then they gave Rookie of the Year to three groups. So Treasure, Espa, and Enhypen. Enhypen and Espa haven't put out as much. So I guess they can see their potential. You all know how we feel about the Treasure Boys. (laughs) They were our Rookies (laughs) of the Year. They're amazing. Let's talk about the performances. Trust us. Listen, everyone. We've got some performance fatigue from these award shows. We've seen the same songs perform so many times. But this one, I felt like there were some different ones, some newer ones that I was like, ah, that was a good performance. Got to start with Stray Kids. I was just going to say, yeah, that was so good. Oh, my goodness. How many times have they done Backdoor? And they have done a different performance every single time. 
And I don't think you can say that about any of the other groups. No, you really no, can't. We've seen no. them do the same song with different outfits, Yeah, but it's the same choreography, the same performance. Stray Kids have done Backdoor seriously 20 times now, at least on these award shows. And they do a different performance. And this one, they did this like jazzy remix. Right? And I thought that was so smart because that song has like jazz chords in it. Musically, they get it. The musicality and like, they get the bigger picture. Um, and just have such impeccable taste. Oh, I loved it. And Han and Changbin's rap at the beginning. So cool. Oh my goodness. I will never tire of them rapping. I'm just not gonna. Like, Changbin, man. Oh, And Han. Like, they're just so talented. They're so good. And they're just, like, so much swag. So much confidence. Yes. And it was such a, like, sexy, speakeasy vibe. Yes, please. Let's drink. This looks fun. We'll be right there. <laughs> what is the password to get inside? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let us in that back door. Yeah. yeah. The dance break was insane. It was oh really goodness. cool. The hats. Oh, yes. And I know I say this all the time, but, like, Hyunjin is such a star. Mm-hmm. He's such a star. The way he performs. Oh, my goodness. Like, he just, he steals focus for me. All the time. He just pulls you in. He draws you in. He's compelling to watch. A superstar. Loved it. Who else stood out to you? Let's break down some other performances while we're oh, I'm talking just going to talk about Monster X because you okay. know, I love them. I love that they did the three subunits before they yes. performed all together. Oh, my goodness. Honey and Shonu, my bias and my wrecker. Yes, please. I love that song, Gasoline. I thought that was a perfect song for them. It was kind of a great way to perform other songs from the album. Yeah. It was wonderful, those duo stages. I Am is standing out to me a lot these days. His dancing. He was always a good dancer. It's not like, oh, he was bad. He was always good. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, the past year, when I watch choreography videos, I notice him. His dancing is so good. He hits every moment of the song. Yeah. His musicality when it comes to choreography, wow. Really awesome. I thought their performance was fun. Of course, Young One, my boy looked so good. So good. And it was cool to see him, like, he sung the parts of Your Man, of Shonu, and mm-hmm. him and Kian performed together. Yeah. Give him more parts, people. Like, he has a wonderful voice. Give him more parts. He killed it. Let's see what else. I didn't love Itzy's costumes. I thought they gave a good performance. When they perform, sometimes it's just like straight cardio. Mm-hmm. Their dance performance is so good. That's an amazing dance break going into oh that God. That the girl. dance performance is so good. It's so good. Like they're like real dancers. When you yeah. watch Itzy, Itzy goes for it in a way that a lot of the girl groups don't. Mm-hmm. They're good, good dancers. So I liked that. I just didn't love the costumes. They weren't bad. I was just kind of like, eh. But, you know, it's hard to come up with 40 different costumes for these award shows. <laughs> the same song. I thought Espa, I'm going to give them some flowers right now. They're getting better and better at live performance. This mm-hmm. was the best one they've done. And they bring a little bit more energy than some girl groups. Like, we've mm-hmm. talked about how some are a little bit disappointing when you see them on the award shows. Yeah. It just is like, "Mm." they bring some energy. There's an attack in them that I saw for the first time during the SMAs. I will say officially, I can see their potential. In saying that, I think in Hypen, they're the ones I'm watching now. Like, I love them. They're so talented and they have the right chemistry with each other. So we've talked about that a few times tonight. Like 
when you're in a group, it's so rare, especially the bigger the groups get, when you have seven guys that all seven of them fit perfectly together. Mm-hmm. But then hype in like the chemistry, all seven of them work so well on stage together. Yeah. They work so well. And a lot of times, hopefully I'm not the only one that does this. I sound really mean tonight. But when I'm watching other groups, like certain groups, there's certain times where you're like, they could get rid of that person. That person doesn't fit. Seriously. I'm going to be honest. I see that with Espa. There's one person in that group I wouldn't have put in that group. And it happens a lot, a lot that there's one person that's like, eh, I don't know if he vibes as well. And Hypen stands out to me because all seven of them are so seamless together. They're perfect. I couldn't see them without one of the members. And that's rare in a rookie group where you're not really connected to any of the members to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really have a strong opinion on them personally. When I watch them, I'm like, oh, yeah. These guys, all seven of them work really well together. Great chemistry. And that song is genuinely one of my favorite debut songs. I love Give and Take It. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. I appreciated a tease, the Inception intro with that different choreography, kind of some modern dance there. Yes. Showing us what's in store for Kingdom. A tease has a lot of attack in them. I said that about another group. But she's really, really has a lot of attack in them. They're very intense. Yes. Yes. Atiz is so intense. It's going to be really interesting to see their performances on Kingdom. I cannot wait. I hope Mingy's back. I hope Mingy's back. Definitely a huge gap without right? Like speaking of chemistry, you notice and they, they do a great job. H.J. does a great job doing both rap parts and he changes his voice to do Mingy's because Mingy's is quite a bit lower. But you notice like they're great without Mingy, but they're a tease with him. So I hope I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back. Miss seeing him. But I appreciated their performance. Treasure. I loved (gasps) slow motion. I was so happy to see them finally perform that. Right. It was great. And they bring such interesting choreography. Their choreographer, shout out to YG and whoever's working with them. They do wonderful choreography. And with a group that big, that would have to be so intimidating and hard Mm -hmm. to do. They kill it. My treasure, I've talked about that enough today, but that's my happy song. They're just so endearing and easy to root for. Yeah. Every time I watch them, I'm like, oh, I love them. They feel like little brothers that you're really rooting for. So that was fun. 17 always does good performances. It's like these big large-scale productions, you're watching a musical, costume changes, everything. They always bring it. I'm just not personally a a massive fan of all their music, but I get why they're as big as they are and why they have so many fans because they're ridiculously good. Their Cosmo TikTok challenge was fun. I like that they had to do it in pairs because there's so many of them. So many of them. (laughs) Okay, you two are together, you three are together. (laughs) Yeah, The SMAs were good. Another award show, but we got some different performances. It was refreshing. And I don't disagree with the winner's list. I know people were upset that Bacon didn't win Best R&B. Oh, Bacon. I get it. I mean, my man can't win everything. Congratulations to all the winners of the SMAs. It was a great award show. And a lot of our favorites did wonderful performances and won awards, which we love seeing. Now it's time to move on to... A group that we both really love and we've talked about quite a bit. Shiny. Shiny's back. Shiny's back. Shiny's back. 
literally they're back. They did a V live. They did a whole kind of special announcing that they're coming back. They performed a few songs. It was just nice to see them. It was nice to be like, okay, these four guys, this is shiny now and it's going to be okay. At least that's how I felt watching it. Oh, I love him so much. Let's talk about the the special. What were your thoughts on the songs? Like, what was your favorite part? I love Taman's two-tone hair. I thought it looked mm-hmm. amazing. I love that B-side that they sang, Marry You. New song. They premiered a oh, new song, everybody. This will be a B-side, so it won't be the first single of their comeback. It'll be a B-side. Comeback's in a couple weeks. It's called Marry You. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We talked about how uh, CIX, their vocal group, Shiny's a vocal group. Yes. The harmonization. Yes. Doing these R&B songs, like slow R&B songs, just beautiful. I loved the melody. I thought it was wonderful. I liked it when they did Good Evening. That was a highlight for me. There's parts of that song that really remind me of Cupid by 112. Kind of an obscure pick. Yes, I know. I can totally hear that. Yeah. Right? There was yeah. the second this one part hits, I'm like, oof, this is reminding me of Cupid by 112, and I love it. Song. Right? It's a good song. Look it up. We'll put it on our playlist. We release a playlist every week of every song we reference. So if you've never heard Cupid by 112, it'll be on the playlist. Look up NYC K-pop Queens, click our profile, and then you'll see the playlist. If you click the podcast, it's just podcast episodes. So. A little hack on how to find our playlist. But anyways, I liked that part. It was just nice to see them all. It was like... Three of them have been away at military service. A lot of them came back more recently, which is why they haven't had an album. Because everyone but Taman was away serving. They kind of rolled it out. Like one after the other went away and one after the other came back. The last one just got out of the service, I think, in November. I'm not he just got home. Yeah. yeah. Min- Minho just came home. But Taman's going to have to go. I know. Taman's going to have to go. So let's get this comeback in. But I think the timing worked because, as mm-hmm. we've talked about, if they came out too soon after losing a member and they lost a member to a tragic death, it was really yeah. awful. Ugh. That would have been awkward. Yeah. I feel like fans, we weren't ready to see that yet. At least, no, no. Selfishly, just speaking for myself, I wasn't ready yet. So it made sense after that happened for them to take a break. Do your military service now. Yeah. And enough time has passed that I was able to look at all four of them and be like, okay, okay, yeah, this is going to be good. Like, we can do this. Shiny can move forward. But I think that time is so needed after something like that. So yeah, it works. It, it works. I'm excited. I'm excited. And it's just really nice. You know, we've talked about Taman so much on this podcast. The past year, he's done a lot. It's great to see Taman happy. He's back like, yeah. with his people. There's that feeling of like, he's so wonderful as a solo artist. I think there's been a new side to him being around some of the guys in Super M. Mm-hmm. And that's been refreshing to see. And you've seen him kind of loosen up and just be one of the guys in that group, but that's not his group. You could tell like just getting back with shiny feels good. And I'm sure yeah. all the guys feel that way. It's fun to be in a new group, but there's something about your family, your home. Your home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's your home. So I'm happy for him. I feel very like, Oh, can't wait for that couple weeks. You know, we're going to review it to death and we'll talk about shiny nonstop. I think it's going to yes. be great. They're just such great vocalists. And SM's it's not like they're going to give them bad songs. It's yeah. going to be great. So yeah. really looking forward to that. Congratulations to the guys of Shiny. 
happy to see you back together. Yes. Okay, let's move on to, we've talked about stray kids a little bit tonight. You know we're going to talk about them all the time. Han, one of our favorites from Stray Kids, released a new song. These boys are so talented in their spare time. They write and produce amazing songs. We talked about IN's Magne on Top, which like, I think that could be a hit song. It's so good. So good. And they just released this on their YouTube channel. They never release them as singles. It's just like, here's a fun little side project. (laughs) Okay. Uh Han's been on a roll. He released a banger rap song like a couple months ago. And then this week he released one called Alien. Oof. Right. Oof. This might get a little emo. Get ready. I knew when the music came in what the song was about. Like you could feel it like, ooh, here we go. And how refreshing because this is a guy that does like aggressive, amazing rap songs, Mm -hmm. but he's also a wonderful singer and he's very vulnerable. The music's stunning. And the music, he wrote the lyrics and then composed the rest of the song with Bang Chan. So they did it together. It's just a, it's sad. So sad. Yeah. It's a sad song. And I think it's powerful because it's very relatable. So the song's mm-hmm. called Alien, and it's about feeling like you're an alien. You're an alien on this earth, and you don't fit in. You don't belong anywhere. And you feel, you know, there's lines about smiling in a room, but you feel really lonely. Lyrics like, my eyes keep watering up when the dark night comes. My confidence might annoy someone, so I live like I'm dead. <sighs> The one that broke me the most that made me just want to go hug him was I'm just lonely. Somebody reach out and hold mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like to feel that alone just is so, so sad. I feel like sometimes people think that, and I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, that just because someone's famous and has this yeah, very for sure glamorous lifestyle does not mean they have everything because they've gave up a lot and- with stardom comes a lot of isolation. But I feel like this song's even more universal than that, though. Yeah, oh, for like, sure. For sure. I, I, there's something in it. I immediately was like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I agree, agree, cosine, cosine. I felt that way my whole life. Well, I just feel like the universal thing of like feeling like you don't belong and the isolation that brings when you're in a room full of people and you feel really alone oh yeah and it doesn't have to be because they bully or ignore you it's just that feeling of like these people don't get me Mm -hmm. and I want them to get me I want understanding and belonging but I don't fit with these people and it makes you feel so lonely and isolated I hate that that's like the worst feeling you know you are you're an alien and you put on a smile and you do what you have to do to fit in but knowing that like Ah, but these like aren't my people. Like they don't get me. Yeah. Such an isolating, horrible feeling. And I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. When I read the comments under the music video, because this was posted on YouTube, there were so many people saying, this is how I feel right now. This is, wow, I feel the exact same way. It's sadly a universal theme that a lot of people can relate to. I feel like sometimes people, when they see idols think that there's nothing that can make them feel this way. That's kind of what I meant Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm not arguing with you on it. I'm just saying like what I liked about it was it's a theme that I think sadly a lot of people do feel. I feel this way 
very strongly. I felt this way my whole life. I still feel this way a hundred percent. Like there's something that it's very difficult to feel like I'm not different. I've always felt that way. So it's nice to know there's other people that feel that way. Yeah. Express it so clearly. It's a shitty feeling for everyone listening that relates to this song for that reason. I'm sorry. It freaking sucks. It's the worst to be like, yeah, but these people don't get me. And you can't explain yourself to people sometimes, you know, like that's not the problem. The problem is like, you're not alike and you can feel it and know that like everyone in this class, they're not like me or everyone in my family, they're not like me. Like they don't get it. The good news is there are people in the world that get it. Sometimes you just have to search for them. Sometimes that means going online and making friends on Twitter because they like K-pop too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means moving, going to school out of state and finding new friends. There's ways to find people so you don't feel like an alien. There is. Trust me, there is. But I completely get it. Han is so sensitive and like, he cuts through. We've talked about him a lot before, I feel like. He started to steal focus for me a little bit a while ago. He's just amazing. And to put a song out like this, to be that vulnerable and open. Yeah. Thank you. Because it makes people like me and other people, probably part of our queendom, our listeners, feel like, yeah, you feel seen when somebody mm-hmm. else feels that way. So like, that's a dope feeling. And it's not all sad. I mean, he kind of talks about if I collapse, even my dreams will go down the drain. So even though this hurts a lot, I can endure it because like, it's that whole moment of, do you let yourself circle and spiral into these feelings? Or do you say F it? Like I'm strong enough and tough enough that even though this sucks, I can get through this. It's hopeful, even in the sadness, which I love because that's the truth of it. Like, okay. But like, if you collapse, if you let it, your loneliness and this awful alien feeling overwhelm you, then all the stuff that you want and dream of can't happen. So kind of, I thought a song about keep going in a weird way. Like that's, that's how I felt coming out of it. The message that they gave, like, keep going. It's okay. Boy, Han, Han just went there. (laughs) Yikes. I love how vulnerable they are. It's yes. It's very genuine. Yes. And this is what I'm talking about compared to another song that I didn't like earlier in the episode. If you're going to talk about emotions, I don't want fluffy. If you're going to go there, go there. Just go there. Because when you really get specific and go there like this, the chord that it strikes universally will be much more impactful than I'm sad I broke up with someone. Okay. Sometimes I feel like people aren't as emotionally connected to themselves. Mm, Okay, yeah. And I think that's why it doesn't always translate. Not everyone dives deep inside. It's not good or it's not bad. It's just everyone's so different. And I feel like the people who really can convey such strong emotion are people you're going to have the most amazing deep conversations with. Like those are the people that I feel like you and I gravitate toward. Yeah. And it's not saying that it's good or bad. It's just we're different. And sometimes people can sing about sadness, but not necessarily connect to it in some way. So it's hard for them to convey the emotion sometimes because I get that they're just not as connected. 
I get um, that. And I, I think that sometimes that's why maybe some people are so amazing at it and some people aren't. Yeah. And I just think it's strengths and weaknesses as an yeah. artist. Yeah. Like if that's not your strength, then don't do it. Don't do it because yeah. there's other artists that are yes. really connected. You're doing a disservice to yourself. If your strength is being an amazing performer and putting out bangers that people want to dance to, stick to do that. Do it. Yeah. That's great. Do it. That's amazing. And you'll probably honestly be way more commercially successful. Mm-hmm. But if you're this introspective and deep that you can convey these emotions the way that Han does, thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. I know this song will help a lot of people. It helps to know you're not the only one. Yeah. In those moments to listen to a song like this and be like, oh, to cry with Han and feel like we're both aliens. Let's be aliens together. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the best feeling. And for everyone listening who related to that song, like, it's all right. You'll find your other aliens. You don't have to fit in with the earthlings. No. You can stay an alien. It's just sometimes it feels hard. Trust me. I felt that way. Again, I feel that way all the time. Story of my life. I found people that don't make me feel like an alien. So you can do it. It'll happen. I get it. But wow, that was a gut punch. I was like, holy mackerel. Yeah, right? Han. Ooh, okay. It's been a tough time. So shout out to him. Awesome song. I kind of want to play a clip. What do you think? Should we? I think we should. I think we yeah, should. Yeah, let's play sure. a clip. Everyone can hear what we're talking about. This is Alien by Han from Stray Kids. It's lonely night. So you're my bummy I'm just lonely, Such emotion. Oh, yeah. Goodness. What's funny is Han has a higher voice. Mm-hmm. When he sings, his voice is pretty high. I love it. And I think that's it. It just, it emotionally connects with me. Yeah. I feel the genuine connection with his performance most of the time. Awesome. Congratulations to him. Really good song. Thank you for being vulnerable and putting it out there because it helps a lot of people when you do that. Yeah. Moving on to something more lighthearted with Stray Kids. Stray Kids Code came out today. We record this on Wednesdays, for those of you who don't know. So their new reality show, it will come out once a week. The episodes are free. They're on YouTube. Very easy to find. English subtitles if you need them. And they're like 22 minutes long. So this is not a chore to watch. It actually was a bright spot in my day. They started it with this like dramatic voiceover, which sounded like Felix. Is that Felix? Oh, it's so narrating? Felix, yes. It okay. Was Felix, yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, I need to ask Charity, is this Felix? And they're doing kind of a Winter is Coming Game of Thrones reference. So they show each member holding their flag, and the flag are their characters. I forget what their characters are called. I think it's like Skazoo or something. But similar to. Monster X, uh, BTS, they have these cute little characters that represent them. Mm-hmm. And they gave them names. And I loved this for any Game of Thrones Stray Kids fans. This was the crossover we've been waiting for. So you got <laughs> to see which house each Stray Kid would be in. So, of course, Charity, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, right? I watched like an episode and I just could not get into it. Not my, not my vibe. 
I watched it all. Um, <laughs> of course. So Chris, my man, Chan, he's a Stark. And I think that worked for me. I'm like, he would definitely be a Stark. I think most of them worked. He's House Stark. Hunjin is a Targaryen, of course. When they filmed this, Hunjin still had his blonde hair. The Targaryens in Game of Thrones always have blonde hair. And they're like very good looking. Lino is a Greyjoy. And this one, I was like, I don't know. Greyjoys are bad. I might make Lino a Lannister. We'll see. Changbin is a Martell. I'm, that totally works. They're cool and strong. Yeah, he, that worked. Um, Han is a Baratheon. Works. Felix is a Tully. And Ian is a Tyrell. And then Sungmin is a Lannister. Which I can kind of see because like he's kind of the fancy one in the group and the Lannisters are the rich ones. I can see. I see what they did there. I think they all made sense. I don't have any arguments really with how they broke them into Game of Thrones houses, except I might switch Lino. I might put him in the Lannister house. Anyways. I can't contribute because I have no idea. (laughs) I thought it was really fun and it was really smart because they're doing like winter outside activities. So winter is coming. I think Chan, Chris, it would be a Stark for sure. He's like Jon Snow to a T. So really fun for those of us that love Stray Kids and Game of Thrones. Anyways, you don't really need to know about Game of Thrones to watch the reality show because once it started, most of the guys had never seen the show. They couldn't remember their names. It was really funny. I know, it's so funny. They had no <laughs> clue. They're like, what? I'm, a, I'm Tarjan. And they're like, no, you're Targaryen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so clearly the producers, um, the writers were strong with this. And the members were like, what the hell? Like, I that would I've be me. Watched the show. That would be you. You would not yes. remember your name. I'm like, you're a Baratheon. <laughs> So it was really funny to watch. And they had to do a couple physical activities in this first episode because the whole thing is to like sit on the throne, you know, kind of Game of Thrones. So the first one, they had to run up a hill, grab a flag, and then run back down. But the guys were allowed to block them when they came back down from like getting to the bottom of the hill. Mm -hmm. I thought they were pretty nice to each other. Yeah, they really were. They were nice. They would like throw snowballs. And I was thinking some of these other groups we stand would have been like hitting each other with sleds and like. Oh my God, right? Trying to Must murder. Must totally. BTS, oh. they're so competitive. Yeah, it would have been murder zone for real. Like I kept thinking that when I was watching it. I was like, Ooh, I don't know if some other groups would be like, oh, okay, and just throw a yeah. snowball. Yeah. Um, they were the only one that's like pretty savage in this group is Lino. Lino, he picked up the flag and, and ran down the hill acting like he was going to stab people that came near him. Lino is so savage. I love oh, him. He's so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. So they did that. And of course, Chan won. Chris won. He's like the super athlete of that group, I think. Mm-hmm. So he won. And then the second one was more fun to watch, in my opinion, because they had to carry this giant pitcher of water in one hand while sledding down a hill. And whoever had the most water left won. Yeah, no, thank you. I would not be doing <laughs> that. Nope, nope, nope. Why? One, it's really cold. True. To have water dumped all, like, that would be maybe fun in the summertime. But in the wintertime, that looks like pure torture. Yeah. It's not fun. Uh, Yeah. You're right. If they presented that to me and I was in the idol group, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to have to take a pass on this one. I would get kicked out so fast. (laughs) You would. I think we have to be realistic here. I don't think charity is going to last long in these groups. I don't think. No. 
I have too many opinions and I'm a little too um, prissy. That's, you, you said it. You said it, not me. That's the exact word. Charity's very prissy. She like won't do stuff. She's not getting down and dirty, doing fun, like physical challenges. Uh, I did one. I did do a mud run and I literally was so miserable and I could not wait to take a shower after. <laughs> Yeah, but I see, did do it because it was one of my like torturous things that I don't like to do. And I was like, let me challenge myself, but never again. No, thank never you. again. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. See, I don't mind the mud. Like I'm, I'm a tomboy. Mm. So that stuff to me is fun. I just don't like the actual physical work of a mud run. That's why I'm like, ugh, no, I'm not going to run like five miles and climb on all this stuff. No, thank you. <laughs> um, that I'm lazy, but the dirtiness doesn't bother me. I kind of, I don't know. I think this would be fun. Genuinely. I was like, oh, that'd be fun. I would slide without the water. Well, yeah. Sledding's fun. That would be fun. <laughs> Sledding's fun. I would do it. It looked really fun. And they all had like different ways of going about it. They all have different or strategies. Not. Or, <laughs> or, just, or not. <laughs> so poor, I feel so bad for Hudgen. Hudgen ate it so hard. Oh my God. I laughed so hard. Me oh, too. That was the I funny. Laughed. No, me too. That was the funniest part of the episode. Like he ate it so hard. He like <laughs> flipped over on that sled. So obviously he had no water. Felix like used his ab muscles to hold up his legs a certain way. So he was really able to slow it down and steer. And his was like, yeah, perfect. So smart. I wouldn't have been that way. I would have been like the rest no. of the guys just kind of sliding and holding it like, <laughs> poor Hunjin. But those sleds, like, I don't really like plastic sleds because they're really bumpy. Mm-hmm. I prefer like inner tubes. They're smoother, yeah. faster ride. Those plastic ones, ooh, those are not actually not that fun to go sledding on. But I have a feeling this is going to be a good reality show. It'll get better. Yeah. Selfishly, I wish the episodes were longer. I'm like, 22 minutes? Like, I just got into this. Now it's over? Come on, guys. You got to stretch it out. Stretch it out. I know. I know. Get this YouTube hit. Ugh, I know. And we're the <laughs> suckers. Why. You know how many times an ad showed up while I was watching it? Girl, same. They're getting that money. Get that coin straight, kids. Yeah. I can't hate you for it. We're the suckers watching it. Like, lol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Sliding down a hill with water. Right. <laughs> It's just funny how basic something can be. And I'm like, I have to tune in. My whole day is based around this. Like, wow. The things us stands do enthusiastically. It's entertaining. They're it's really so funny. entertaining. And we've talked about it, I think, before, why these reality shows work. That's it. Like, the reason you're so into these groups, it's such a hardcore relationship with the fans and the groups is because they let us in so much with things mm-hmm. like these shows that you get such a feel for their personalities and you feel like you know them and they're funny. It's entertaining yeah. to watch. I've never watched one and been like, ooh, I hate that guy. Like yeah. <laughs> same with the girls. I've never watched any behind the scenes, any reality shows and thought, hmm, that one's very unlikable. So they do a great job just showing these like nice guys and girls having fun together. Hey, we could be wrong. It could be what we were talking about way back when we reviewed the Blackpink concert. Maybe they hate each other and they're just good actors. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I feel like when you watch it, it just, they're nice and they're having fun and it's fun to watch. It's like a happy pill. So we'll tune in next week. Of course, stray kids have to be getting ready for kingdom And I know they're doing a full album this year, I would guess in the first half of the year. So lots of stuff coming out. And speaking of Kingdom, I don't think we talked about it last week, but do you know who the co-hosts are for Kingdom? TVXQ. 
Yes, I'm super excited. Yeah, so you know our new fave dude is going to be hosting all of our faves competing on this show. So I can't wait Another for Another reason to tune in. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for that. I'm like losing my mind over it. It's going to be amazing. And that's April 1st. So get ready. Anyways, enough about Stray Kids. That was really fun. Can't wait to watch more of it. I love these reality shows. I miss Emtopia so much. I know. So I want to go back and watch Emtopia. It was so good. Let's move on to Jackson Wang, another favorite of the podcast. We talk about him quite a bit because he's so prolific. He's putting out so much content all the time. Jackson, I don't think sleeps. He's one of those people who is running like 10 different businesses at once and has so much on his plate. As you all know, GOT7 are officially no more. They didn't renew their contract. A lot of drama we've talked about between them and JYP. So they continue to say they're staying together. They're going to release music. Charity and I discussed why we don't see that happening anytime soon. This weekend was very dramatic. Mark moved back to the United States. I thought that was like very dramatic watching them post pictures, saying goodbye to him and stuff. But happy for his family. Oh, so happy for his family. And happy for him because honestly, like getting to go home for like a week, a year or anything, that's nothing. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about all the Christmases he didn't spend with his parents, you know? So I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. But I also thought that was kind of a big like telling sign. Group's not staying together, you guys. Mark just moved all of his stuff to LA. So, okay. Although on his Insta Live last night, you know, he talked about it, that they're not breaking up and they're trying to figure out how they're going to do this. I hope they can figure it out. Me too. Yeah, me too. We kind of talked about why that's going to be difficult. But yeah, I mean, I love God 7 so hopefully they'll figure it out. So Mark is in LA with his family. He's got a YouTube channel that already has a couple million followers with like zero content. So he's going to (laughs) be fine. He's releasing a new song next weekend. JB opened up his YouTube channel today. They're all signed with different agencies. Jin Young signed officially with a really prestigious acting agency last week. So congratulations to him. Everyone's going to be fine in God 7. Jackson Wang, he's the businessman of the group. He has Team Wang, his whole brand. That has been going strong now for a few years. He's released great solo stuff. Mm -hmm. He just has a lot of stuff happening. So he released a song called Alone and a music video. Very appropriate kind of for where he is in his career right now. Perfect timing. What did you think about it? I love his voice so, so much. I don't think I've heard a solo song of his that I did not like. Okay. I really like him. I'm a huge fan. And anytime that I can just stare at him on screen, I will happily do it. (laughs) He's so stunning. Uh, He is. I was happy to see him just alone by himself on screen. Although I did not like that it looked very apocalyptic-y. Like all these things, these videos lately are very like a little too foreshadowing, I feel like. Right? Oh my goodness. Yes, Charity. I agree. It's like... (laughs) Well, for me, for some reason, when COVID hit in New York in March, that's where my mind went. But like, so I like went into overdrive buying all these weird supplies because I guess I picked Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know why I did this, but I was like, I guess I pictured that we were going to lose electricity and be Mm -hmm. living in these like buildings with no walls. I was like, I better buy 
these little like sleeping bag things that are the size of a square and I better buy lanterns and like yeah oh, this I did that too <laughs> yeah and I got this hand crank radio <laughs> you charge and then you yep. can keep it yep. you charge in the sun yep and yep. you can charge your devices on it for a little bit I'm like well I need that clearly yep <laughs> yeah. yes yes no seriously yeah yes I oh my god yes like there was a lot of I went from oh, a lot of people are getting sick with this flu-like illness that's more serious to well pandemic that means zombie apocalypse so right. we better yeah. get our let me zombie get some ramen. <laughs> let me get 500 cases of bottled water like, <laughs> I did the same thing yeah. when it's like dummy you should have just buy you know toilet paper and soap and Clorox wipes I'm over here preparing for zombies I did that too. yeah like I had was... to buy a shelf to put all my stuff on because I didn't have enough room for all my like, in case the world shuts down. I'm like, well, I need to have a stash because I'm here by myself. Yep. I had yep. to buy extra food for Bubba. I'm like, what if I can't get him food? Yes. What is he going to yes. eat? Yeah. Yes. Yes. When I see these videos lately. <laughs> it's too, P- it's like PTSD for us. It's like, right? oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and to be real, you know, not to be Debbie Downer. I've been a little Debbie Downer tonight, but yeah, COVID still exists. It's still killing people yeah. and new strains are popping up that are more deadly that the vaccines might not work against. So I don't think we're dumb to feel that way. No, I remember literally thinking of, okay, if I really need to get somewhere, cause you're the closest one that lives to me. Yeah. It wasn't even that close. I was like, okay, if I had to walk to Emily, how long would that take me? Yeah. <laughs> What's the best route to right? avoid zombies Safest. and yeah. murderers? Yeah, no, for sure. Because it, it felt that way. It. We did. <laughs> With a couple of other friends, we're like, the four of us will be a pod. Yeah. We will all meet at this location. It felt like a zombie movie when COVID yeah. hit because I feel like you heard about it in Italy, but then it hit in New York so profoundly. Mm-hmm. We were at ground zero and it was just, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. It was so scary. It Oh, that was... Jackson Wings video is what I envision happening to New York. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> Hello, Golden Child's video. I know, the zombies, yeah. I was like, well, it's going to get that way. We better better be careful. Oh, goodness. Luckily, it didn't anyway. go quite that far. Things have <laughs> yeah, gotten bad, God. but we're not. <laughs> A lot of the supplies have sat in my closet. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, exactly, though. I'm not going to throw them away. I might need those lanterns and yeah. everything else. <laughs> um, I felt the same way when I watched that video. I'm like, all right, makes sense. It was very literal. To what Jackson's yeah. going through. The lyrics, yeah. the kind of walking through alone. He looks beat up. Boy, can he wear a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Jackson, he is just one of those people the camera loves. Yeah. He's so He's meant to be a star. Yeah, he's just so, so, so photogenic. He looks so handsome and stunning at every angle. He can pull off any look. I mean, he's really a superstar. I didn't love this song. I don't hate it. Oh, I liked it. But I didn't love it. I felt like it was fine. I felt like maybe the melody didn't quite get there. I just wanted maybe a little bit, or the chorus, the melody in the chorus maybe wasn't like, I just wanted some variation. It felt a little bit too, eh, just didn't do it for me musically. I do like that Jackson has a different tone. Oh my God. I love his voice so much. I liked it. 
But again, we have different tastes sometimes. But yeah, I, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't my favorite thing he's done. I was just like, all right. And I think part of me maybe didn't love it because it felt like it was a rush to capitalize on the group parting. I mean, the, the timing of it was so immediate to what just happened. Obviously, mm-hmm. they knew they weren't going to renew. So he's been planning this. Yeah. It just felt too planned to me. Too literal, maybe. So I selfishly would have liked something a couple months from now that was more emotional and not so, uh, I'm alone now. I'm doing it alone. I, I know that money. He's looking out for himself. I get it. But I can't it. blame him. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, okay, yeah, we know. We just saw that you guys didn't renew it <laughs> right? three, three days ago. This is okay. <laughs> I think the timing of it just feels a little too close for me. So I was like, all right, like, let's let this breathe for a second before <laughs> you release a song about it. But it wasn't bad. And I get it. I get what he's doing. And like you said, get that money, Jackson. You're a businessman first and foremost. So you can't hate Jackson Wang's game. Like he's he's got to hustle. He's smart. Yeah. He's really smart the way he's handled his career. So I'm not worried for Jackson in the least. I think he's, he's going to be fine. He's going to be more than fine. Congratulations to him. So you want to play a clip of the song? Oh yeah. 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 Let's play it. to me that he's such a strong singer and he's also such a good rapper yeah yeah that's the only thing you have to remember he is not like the main vocalist of god seven and i forget that sometimes i think what it is in that song i would have just liked for a little bit more color in the melody like he stays Mm -hmm. kind of in that low tone the whole time which yeah which he kills but I know from his previous stuff and especially the last album there's a very specific part of my favorite god seven song from the last album wave that he does that is so beautiful and he does go higher. Um, so I know his voice is capable of such a range. This one just felt like it was a little bit too boxed into that lower range, which I feel weird even saying y'all know how much we love the lower range. So, so no shade, no shade. I just would have liked to kind of have a little bit more variation, not a bad song though. And definitely very timely. So congratulations to Jackson. Cause I did see the rest of what he does. He's never going to stop, build that empire. Something I came across recently with all the GOT7 stuff, I think we figured out why there was such an issue between them and JYP. GOT7 had a ridiculously generous split for international promotions, which includes like touring, album sales, the whole international game. Their split with JYP was 70-30 which is insane from the music industry. My guess is when they signed that, obviously they're going to be like, cool, this is great. JYP thought they're not going to be big outside of Korea, so it's not a big deal. Boy, was he wrong. (laughs) Was that label wrong? They were massive internationally. So therefore, JYP, the label and the guy, really got upset because the group's making more than the label. And that's never going to work. I mean, the labels, labels aren't going to put up with that. They want to use artists to exploit them and make way more money. 
that's the business of the music industry. The labels paying money, yeah, videos for production for everything else. They expect to make that back and then some. So that's I think why JYP hated them and was so resentful. And it's like, okay, dude, that sucks. You made the contract. It's not their you fault. You did. Like, it's your choice. <laughs> it's not their fault that they're successful. And to stop promoting them, to stop touring them yeah. when they're that big, like here in America. Oh, what a jerk. Like, ugh, sorry. Yep. But no, big time. That's it's just, really messed that up. That sucks. That really, it's really, like you, really sucks. You made your own bad deal. Don't get mad exactly. at them. Exactly. And refusing to like let them do their job. That's you're stealing money from them. Then that just is so crappy. I feel so bad for them, and thank goodness they're out of it. And I do worry with Stray Kids being on JYP. Yeah, and twice, twice Itzy. Yeah, it's kind of like ugh, I really hope. I think his approach to Stray Kids has clearly been the complete opposite. So maybe it's one of these things you make mistakes and you grow and learn from them, and you change your behavior moving forward. I'm guessing none of those groups have the same splits that God Seven had. I think he probably learned his lesson there and they changed up the contracts quite a bit. So maybe that's why, but I just hope that he continues to let those groups flourish and do well. I think giving so much creative license to stray kids has paid off. Huge. So, I mean, you know, Hoping for the best with JYP. I understand it though. When I heard that and saw what the splits were, I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Now I get it. Why there's a lot of bad blood on both sides. I'd be resentful as heck if I was the artist. Oh, yeah. And, that, and you're sitting there not getting any promotion. Ugh. Yikes. You're sitting there not touring while the younger groups on your label are. Ugh. Yeah, I'd be very resentful and upset. Mm-hmm. So thank God for them. They got out of that. We will keep you informed on all that fun business gossip and got seven in the future. I don't know why that's so interesting to me. Maybe people listening will find it interesting. Let's get to some news. Okay, Super Junior. Super Junior's comeback. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. Well, guess what? We're going to continue to wait. Oh, goodness. Yes, Super Junior pushed back their album yet again to March 16th. So So we're still not going to get that single. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. They made this statement like beyond our control. We couldn't do anything about it. So why? Like what's going on? Because we've been waiting now. smells fishy. December to January, January, February, February to March. Like. Clearly they were going to because they performed a brand new song. Yeah, they did all of, they've been doing a lot of promotions. Yeah. So what's going on? I just, yeah, I, I, I have no idea, but. Super Junior, we're excited. We're waiting for this. Like the audience is there. I think people are really, from what I've seen, I think people are excited about this comeback. And, you know, we're positive. We'll be nice, I promise. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So we're going to have to wait another month and a half for that one. It's not a great feeling, but whatever. Mentioned that Golden Child picked up a couple of wins for Burn It. Huge congratulations to them. I'm playing that album a lot. I don't know about you, Charity, but I've been playing it a lot since yeah, we reviewed so good. it. Really good. I'm happy that we were introduced to them. So much talent in K-pop. Our Boys Wants X, they're releasing a Japanese single called Wanted on mm-hmm. March 10th. I'm not positive if it's a repackage album, like a Japanese version with a couple new songs, or if this will be mm-hmm. an EP mini album. But I know the single is called Wanted, and that's March 10th. The visuals look great. 
that's something to look forward to. Wanho, speaking of Monster X, Wanho, Wanho announced his comeback February 26th. Love synonym number two, right for us. So I'm super excited. I mean, I thought his debut was fantastic. It had two of my favorite songs from 2020. Like if you think about it, Open Mind and Losing You were so good. Mm -hmm. High expectations for that one. Really excited for it. Spotify officially launched in Korea this week. Congratulations to everyone involved. I'm wondering how that's going to play out because I know like Apple Music didn't do well there because of certain licensing issues, getting groups and music catalogs onto the new platforms. That's just a lot of behind the scenes business drama. So I'm not sure if Spotify has a stronger plan going in. I guess that they do, but we'll see. We'll see. Some platforms don't take off in certain regions because of stuff like that. So we shall see. BTS. BTS has been releasing videos. You know how they used to have like the notes in all the albums? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh, geez. I love the notes. Army lives for the notes. They've been releasing these little videos every day. I know you've seen them. We've talked about them. Each member has a video. They're interesting. They're cute. They're like these short videos of the members kind of humming a song or talking out the lyrics. And it feels very kind of raw and intimate, I guess would be the word. It's not a very polished, it doesn't feel polished. It's just kind of like, all right, interesting. So we've seen all but J-Hope, Jin, and Tay, I don't think are out yet. I could be wrong, everyone, but we record this on Wednesdays. So we've seen Suga, Namjoon, Jungkook, and Jimin. What was your favorite so far, Charity? I like Suga's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shugas yeah. is good. I like John Cooks. I, I love John. I love John Cook. I love him. Ugh, can't help it. I can't stop it. Like John Cook's my BTS bias forever. I swerve to Tay. It's impossible not to. But uh, I think I'll always come back to John Cook. Is what I've realized <laughs> in my in my saga of biases. Uh, that's my realization. I think it's neat how they're doing that. They're Be Essential album is released on the 19th. So I think this is, you know, part of that. And I'm wondering if there'll be like acoustic versions of the songs. Like, wouldn't that be cool if it was different versions? That would be cool. cool. Because I don't think we're going to get, we were kind of hypothesizing that there would be an Ariana Grande collaboration on that album. I don't think so. I think if they do any collabs, it'll be a new comeback. So maybe they'll do something cool and give us some new versions. I hope it's not just like a repackage because I really don't want to buy a repackage without any new songs or at least new versions of the songs. We'll see. I could be wrong. That's pretty much it for the news this week. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we missed. This world moves so quickly. So forgive us if that's the case. But we decided to switch things up this week and save one of our favorite segments to the end. Not sure if y'all will like this or not. Maybe next week we go back to our original format. But Charity, it's quiz time. Quiz, quiz time. time. <laughs> um, so every week we do a quiz. Please take this with us. We love to see what your results are. It's posted in the description of the podcast you're listening to right this moment. The link is right there. Go ahead and click on that. Or if you follow us on Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens, we will be sharing the quiz on Twitter. Let us know your results. This week, the quiz is all around the group we reviewed at the very beginning of the episode, CIX. 
The quiz is called Your K-Pop Biases Will Reveal Which Member of CIX You Are. Ooh. Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. For this one, it's literally just picking different biases. So we're not going to read out to you the members' names. You can see it when you take the quiz or you know in your head who your bias of Red Velvet is. So yeah, that's the first question. Charity, who is your Red Velvet bias? Irene. Mine is also Irene. Emily, who is your XO bias? Bacon. Obviously, mine is Kai. Charity, who is your X1 bias? Johan. Mine is Sengwoo, my boy from Victon. Love. Who is your Luna bias? I'm going to say Heejin today. That's mine too. Hooray! <laughs> Who's your Atiz bias? San. My Atiz bias is Wooyang. Who is your AB6 bias? Donghyun. Mine is Woojin. Okay. Who's your BTS bias? Nimjoon, Poppy. I thought you were going to... Oh my goodness. My heart just stopped for a second. I was like, she's doing it. She's moving over to uni. She's going to pick Suga. And I was just thinking, imagine one of these days, Charity's going to be like, oh, it's Suga now. Charity, you can be honest. If Just follow your heart. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Napoleon Dynamite. Giving advice to Pedro. Follow your heart. That's what I always do. That's what you, Charity, just follow your heart. Like, I don't know. That pause. I don't know. Queendom, did you hear it? Charity took quite the pause. Well, I was thinking of how I should say his name. If I should say RM or uh -huh. Namjoon. That's oh, what I was mm -hmm. thinking of. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Your mouth can tell those lies, but the heart doesn't, Charity. <laughs> and we all heard it. <laughs> Keep lying to yourself. We all know who your bias is. <laughs> Anyways, my bias, because I'm so loyal, is Jungkook. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't say that with a straight face, just to uh, uh, but I picked Jungkook. <laughs> Who is your Blackpink bias? Jenny. I'm still going with Lisa. Okay. Who's your Monster X bias? My man, Show New. I'm picking Hyungwon. And lastly, who is your twice bias? Sana. I'm going with my girl, Nayeon. Who did you get? I got Younghee. You're Younghee, the third oldest in CIX with a love for cereal, perfect visuals, and a voice only describable as godlike. Well, guess what? So did I. So this quiz, <laughs> we don't have any of the same biases, and we got the exact same result. Except for Irene. That's it. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, that's just one. Okay. All right. Maybe All right. it's good we did this at the end of the episode. This wasn't our best quiz. We don't write the quizzes. We find them on BuzzFeed because they're the easiest to share with the entire community. Queendom, you have to take this quiz and let us know if there's an option outside of Younghee because I would think there has to be. There's four other members, right. but yeah. All right, Charity, I guess that's, that's both of us. Perfect visuals. Okay. Uh, I don't love cereal, but I'll eat it. All right. <laughs> our godlike voices yes that's oh well we know everyone has heard quiz time theme song so they know <laughs> the amount of times people have said you know you girls have voices that are godlike it's <laughs> it's something we hear almost every day you guys like we get it oh, if i had a penny i'd have anything <laughs> i'd have one cent from this quiz telling us that <laughs> there's our quiz for the week 
make sure you take it. Play along. Follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens, to find out your K-pop biases will reveal which member of CIX you are. Again, congratulations to CIX. Really nice EP. We both loved the single and music videos. So everyone, give them a chance if you were like us and hadn't really dived in. They're a group that we deem worthy of your time, I guess yeah. I should say. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it for all that juicy stuff. It's time for Song of the Week. Charity, what's your Song of the Week? What have you been into this My week? My Song of the Week is Everything by CIX. <sighs> yes. I like that song a lot. It's so, so good. It's a beautiful song. It's just a, a pure pop song. Like they have such, mm. oh, love that group. Great, great choice. What's yours? My song of the week is a dark emo one, of course. My song of the week is Alien by Han from Stray Kids. Nice. Yes. Aliens unite. (laughs) 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 Okay. Awesome. Long episode. Thank you for sticking with us. We had a lot of stuff to get through this week, but don't we always? K-pop is a gift that keeps giving. So much amazing Mm -hmm. content. Soapbox time. Say it every week. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for inviting us into your world, into your life. It feels like we have this amazing community of friends in doing this and talking about something that we're so passionate about. So thank you for joining us kind of on this journey of K-pop. Thank you for listening to us and being part of the community, being our friend. If we're not friends, slide into those DMs on Twitter. We're very active. It's why we're doing this. We want to build a community, especially during these isolating times of Corona. It's nice to hear familiar voices and feel like you can relate. And I think, I think charity, we give people a variety of stuff to relate to because I guarantee they listen and they're like, I completely disagree with her or she's right. She's wrong. (laughs) Our different opinions have to play in somewhere where people could have a feel for who we are and agree or disagree Maybe they love to hate us. (laughs) I doubt that though. I think our community is amazing and we appreciate you all listening to us so much. New episodes come out every Thursday night. So depending on where you are, we're East Coast girls. Those episodes come out on Thursday evenings, but depending on where you are, that could be Friday. That could be a different time. Every week, make sure to check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our queendom. We will see you next week. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. I'm sure there's a lot that will happen in between now and then. So for you, please be safe, be healthy, keep following the rules and following protocols, take care of yourselves and your family. We're not out of this yet, but at least we have K-pop together. (laughs) Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.